Hello, hello, and welcome to the Holistic Fitness Podcast, where you'll learn how to get your goals without burning out. I'm your host, Laurie, and this show isn't just about movement and nutrition. You probably already know that exercise and nutrition is important for your mental and physical health and well-being. It's also about stress management, mindset, shedding those limiting beliefs, and today, decluttering your life. Today, I'm joined by Julie Caraccio. Julie is an award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer, certified life coach, and professional declutterer. (laughs) She is passionate about supporting people in clearing clutter from all areas of their lives, getting organized, and becoming more mindful and aware. She hosts the popular podcast, Clear Your Clutter Inside and Out, and is the author of 15 books. Happily married to Tony, she is also at the beck and call of rescued black cats Antonio, Ninny and Gus. Based in Wheeling, Western Virginia, Julie works with people all over the world and she enjoys hiking, reading, learning about environmental and animal issues, baking and spending time with her nieces and nephew. The bathtub is also her woman cave. It is a pleasure to have you here today, Julie. How are you? I'm excited to be here and fantastic job on Declutterer. I like that the best. I added a few rrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
will their mental health start to get better? Like, where does it start? That's a great question. So first of all, I want to share my definition of clutter. To me, clutter is anything that prevents you from creating the life and space you choose, deserve, and desire. And I'm very deliberate about those words because words have power and it's about desire claiming, right? Instead of wanting and trying to pull the energy toward it. It's like staking my claim. This is a life I want to create. And when you clutter, declutter physically, it all helps you mentally, emotionally. If you start to work on your mental clutter, most likely going to clean up your space. So it's really individualized. I believe it's, you know, something you have to stay on top of. If a lot of people I work with haven't decluttered in 20 years, right? And so they're going to have a ton of stuff. If we do everything and then I leave and they don't declutter anything for another 10 or 20 years, it's going to come back. So Mm -hmm. I work with people, okay, where are our hot spots? Where do we get stuck and kind of have a game plan once I leave for them to keep up on it? But, you know, I want people to think of the bigger picture of clutter. So a messy desk is more than just a messy desk. It's a roadblock to a promotion or it is preventing you from writing that book that you've always desired or an over of closet is preventing a relationship from blooming. So everything's related. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes total sense. I'm curious though, based on those two examples, you said a messy closet can affect a relationship. A messy desk can affect your work. Can you explain more about these different areas of your house that kind of cause blockages in specific areas? Sure. So the messy desk, probably a lot of us can relate to, you know, and it doesn't have to be just at home. It can be at the office, but everything is energy. I believe that from a spiritual perspective, if you're like Einstein or whoever said, you know, we're all, everything's energy, but so you're creating the atmosphere in there and like the closet, if it's overstuffed, you know, feng shui talks about the energy of things and clutter is literally stuck, stagnant energy. So if you're wanting to create a relationship and everything in your house is stuffed, there's no energy. There's no space to call that into your life. And so that's really, I want this is to tweak that a little and be like, it's really about the stuck, stagnant energy in different areas of your house. And what do we need to do to move that clutter? What do we need to shift that energy? And, you know, sometimes the cluttering isn't about just letting a bunch of things go. Maybe it's realizing, oh, you know, I put all my office stuff in my closet. Let's put that in the office where it belongs and being like, oh, you know, I didn't realize I had 10 black sweaters. So let me, I know I can let go of five or put them, you know, and just tweaking it and seeing where we need to change things. Yeah, that makes total sense. I tell you what, I'm going to share a personal story with you. So um, I left my apartment in November last year and I didn't sign another place. I decided to just go pet sitting. And the act of just being in a new environment and looking after, I went up to Asheville. Um, for those of you who don't know where Asheville is, Asheville's like a beautiful kind of place in the mountains. It was winter. It was gorgeous. Um, anyways, I was just feeling a little bit stuck in a few areas in my life. And in that three months when I was just in a completely different environment and they were quite lovely, fancy homes, um, I dumped a four year relationship and got a promotion, um, three months after that. So it's really weird what you're saying. I never put those two things together, but as you're saying this, I'm like, oh, wow, your environment and energy really does make a difference. You shifted that. First of all, Asheville's awesome. It's one of my favorite places in the U.S. to be. But you did. You went into a completely new environment that opened up new experiences. And, you know, I don't know the details about the relationship, but I'm going to make a guess that maybe you had time in a new environment to think about things. You know, perhaps this isn't the right fit for me. And then having the courage to say, you know what, it's just you're not the right person for me. Right. And shifting that. And then 
again, same with the promotion, like kind of clearing out the cobwebs and allowing that, give it in it, you gave it breath, your life mm. to breathe, to welcome up the new energy and the new opportunities. Yeah, that's so cool. And I bet, I hope that people listening as well can think about specific experience in their life. Focusing on the physical first before we move into like the mental and emotional and all of that sort of stuff. Um, how would you suggest someone get started at decluttering, especially the folks that have been in a house for like 10 years and, and they feel as though it's quite overwhelming? That's a great question because one of the things that stops people from decluttering is they are overwhelmed. Like, oh my gosh, my entire house is a hot mess. Where do I start? So I encourage people, there are a couple of questions you can ask. Like, do you have an impending deadline? You're getting new cabinets in the kitchen in two months. Well, you know what? Then now's the time to declutter the kitchen. Or if you aren't paying your bills, for example, and you're getting late payments on the mortgage, then the home office is really where you're going to focus on. Is there something that's driving you crazy, right? You can't sleep at night because your bedroom's so chaotic. It just keeps you up at night. Or if there's something going on, like you have a health issue, then maybe cleaning up the living room or the exercise room or just general decluttering. So, okay, I'm going to wake up and go to the gym in the morning. And so ask yourself, okay, you know, pending deadline, is there something driving you nuts? Is there an issue that needs to be resolved? And then that can key you into where you need to start. And remember, 10 minutes a day adds up to just over 60 hours in a year. And you know what? You can get a lot of decluttering done in over 60 hours. So if you're overwhelmed, then put on that timer for 10 minutes. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And you find yourself a lot of times going past that 10 minutes once you get started. Yeah, I love micro habits. Micro habits are so good because it just adds up over time. I have two questions, but I'm going to ask one at a time because I've always got a million questions. Um, the first one is how does storage affect you? If someone has a, a bunch of junk in their attic, out of sight, out of mind, like, is that okay? Or should you really be clearing out the attic too? Great question. And that is a challenge for a lot of people out of sight, out of mind, but we just talked about energy a moment ago. Yeah, You have all that energy up in the attic, right? I mean, and talk about stuff. I consider the attic the basement and the garage to be the land of indecisiveness. Uh, I don't know what to do with this. So I'm going to put it in the attic. Right. And then I keep doing that. And all of a sudden I have my attics completely full. So from an energy perspective, even though it's out of sight, out of mind, it really isn't. Yeah. And then you have to think about what is it costing you? Now you might be like, yeah, it's up in the attic. It's not costing me a lot, but maybe you get a collection that you really like, or you need space to store something and you don't have it because the attics or basement or garage is off filled. So, and then mm. I think the thing, especially as I get older, is, is it costing you peace of mind? Because if you're thinking about it, you know, that little drip at the back of your head, oh, the attic's so full of clutter. I gotta get to clutter. I wanna go, you know, that little, nah, 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 that keeps niggling at you. And it's something that bothers you. Again, you might be not super aware of it, but at the back of your mind, you are. Yeah, that makes total sense. I, I've heard from minimalists I'm not sure if you're a minimalist or dive into that the space um but they talk about um think about the cost of maintaining it a lot of mm -hmm. people think about like buying it but by the sounds of it you're not talking about the actual cost of like maintaining a nice car but the cost of like maintaining that in your physical space as well I mean it think about a lot I think I read 80 percent of people or couples argue about clutter and disorganization so that's causing issue in the family the teenager with the crazy room that's has a ton of clutter that's causing fights. If you mm -hmm. walk into a room and you can't relax, that's adding to your stress, right? Yeah. It's all in there. I don't know if you're qualified to answer this, but why are teenagers so messy? I was so messy as a teenager. I had posters all over the wall and I didn't care. 
Do you know why, or would you just be kind Here of Here is my my un- uneducated, unofficial thought. Is it's because it's okay. allowing them to express themselves. It's a little bit of freedom because it's their space. And instead of being told you have to keep it all like that, like I'm going to express myself or rebel this way. Mm-hmm. And what I always say to parents with teenagers is give them some leeway. It's their room. It's their space. Now, I don't allow stuff growing if there's food you know they're not taking the dishes down that's a whole other story and be like okay it might look like a tornado but once a week we're going to clean it up and you can't leave food there i mean kind of create basic rules like that and shared areas like the living room and the family room then we're going to maintain it a little better but give them a little more leeway in their rooms and i found that that tends if you just do that then sometimes they come around and and bring it back because they're like okay well i can't rebel and i've expressed myself enough so it doesn't need to be a crazy place that yeah that's good because i (laughs) i did not like authority i'm still not a massive fan of authority and being told what to do and stuff like that i guess that's why we lean to being a business owner and all that sort of stuff but um yeah i just remember as a teenager being so messy and my mom like I'm in my thirties. My mom still doesn't believe that I'm clean. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. Uh, she um, was, she was scarred for life. She was scarred for life for sure. She had a uh, metal music coming out of my room and rap music coming out of my brother's Poor her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really curious about the spirituality piece. You mentioned feng shui earlier. We've spoken a lot about energy. Can you explain more about like what energy is and why we should care of it, about it, even if we aren't woo woo? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And and I hope that we're moving, seeing that as less woo-woo and more like, yes. and I mentioned, I don't know who was Einstein and the physicist, because it's what the quantum physics proves that everything is energy, right? Uh, so we want to care about it because we're creating our reality. Whatever you desire and your goals that you want to create, there's energy behind that. And I think spiritual clutter To me, some examples of spiritual clutter are not uh, forgiving because you know what? It affects you. The other person might even not know that you're annoyed with them. So forgiveness is for you. It's about not having gratitude. I, you know, to me, love and gratitude are the highest vibrations talking about energy that you can come from. You can't be jealous if you're in gratitude, right? Because you can't have two opposing thoughts. You can only think of one thing at a time. You can't be thinking you lack something if you're coming from a place of gratitude or abundance. And so that to me is really why it's important. And I really encourage people to, and some people say it's hard and it's like, that's okay. But maybe when you're taking your shower, you say, I'm going to think of three things I'm grateful for this morning, or when I'm stuck in traffic, instead of fuming, I'm going to think of three things that I can be grateful for. And, you know, to me, spiritual clutter can also be are you on your correct path? Are you doing what you're passionate about, right? What a different world we would live in if everyone was doing something that got them excited or was bringing them joy, right? Because we're not in a society, our society reflects that. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. So it sounds like ways to kind of clear the spiritual clutter is some forgiveness work, like setting mm-hmm. yourself little gratitude um, gratitude pieces, uh, you know, throughout your day. And also, the fulfillment work, like really figuring out what you're fulfilled by. And it, mm-hmm. it kind of begs the question from me to you is how do people figure out what they're fulfilled by? That's a great question. What I say a good place to start is think about your childhood. What made you happy? What were you passionate about? What brought you joy? What can you sit and do for hours? And you're like, oh my gosh, 
three hours just went by. I can't even believe it. It felt felt like it was five seconds, right? What gets you in that zone like that? And if there's someone that you trust or knows you really were, ask them, hey, have you ever noticed, is there something I just really just seem to enjoy doing or get absorbed doing? And that's about, I talk a lot about awareness plus action equals change. So that's bringing that awareness piece in. Okay, what is it that excites me? Or where is my clutter? So maybe for you, it's knee-jerk emotions. So if someone cuts you off on traffic and bam, you flip them off, right? Instead of, and if everything was groovy in our world, we wouldn't have road rage, right? Road rage yes. isn't really about the cars and getting cut off. That's anger and other stuff going inside of someone. And then it can't keep anymore. So it just explodes. So it's mm-hmm. about knowing like, then maybe if we, we explode because we don't regularly express our emotions and because we think it's not safe or we're not going to be loved or whatever's going on. So like, you know what, you hurt me. That really upset me when you did that and start taking those baby steps towards expressing what you need to say. Yeah, that's such a great tip. It's A, so figuring out what you like when you were younger and figuring out the things that make you forget to eat, sleep, pee. Um, (laughs) And then also expressing your emotions. And I must say, when I'm not somebody that gets road rage, and maybe it is because I'm very expressive with my emotions, (laughs) you always know how I'm feeling. But I always think it's like, almost comical when people have road rage because I'm like wow I've got so many other things to worry about than a dickhead on the road you know but you know but that's a safe way for some people to express things right it's anonymous you don't know you're gonna flip them off and never see it again it's when it starts to escalate right you know when people you're like whoa what's going on this is absolutely crazy but again if we were happy fulfilled beings we wouldn't reach that point we wouldn't have it escalated for sure for you um is it organizing your point of fulfillment? And did you kind of figure that out after the nonprofit or have you always kind of known? Yeah. What was your journey with this? Um, I've always been kind of the, I have a very interesting type A side and a very interesting spiritual side. I think that I'm able to blend those. And so it's something I'd always done. Like, Hey, you're kind of uptight. Come help me get organized. So I was doing this wherever. And people were like, what you made a career. What are you doing? Did people pay <laughs> you for that? Right. Cause it was such a bizarre concept for people. And so it's just something that, I've always enjoyed doing. And for me, bringing in the holistic piece, because I'm always working on personal growth. I'm always reading. I'm always taking classes, trying to be the best person that I can be. And so being able to bring that in excites me. And, you know, I view myself, we all have the answers within. And my job is to support people and bringing those to the surface. They know what's best for them. I don't. And getting them to connect with that inner wisdom. Mm. Yeah, that makes total sense. So how did the conversation go in that first session where that client was like, Hey, can you just sit down and chat with me? Did you dive into the childhood stuff? And like how, I guess you've probably done, I know you've done coaching courses probably since then, but I'm just curious about your like natural talent and what kind of led you in the direction there. Well, at that point I hadn't had any training. And so I was like, well, you know, but then I'm, I'm interviewing people. And one of the great things about interviewing people is they'd be like, read my book and let's use you as an example. So I was really open with like, Hey, this is what's going on in my life. So I think that my talents are listening and being empathetic. And I was like, you're the client. Let's just. And so I think when you actively listen and then you can ask questions and, you know, those aha moments came from the client. It was just me asking questions. Let's dig a little deeper. How does that feel? That type of thing. And so that really allowed for breakthrough for her. I mean, you know, I've had clients who have through decluttering been like, oh my gosh, I was abused. This is what this is about. And I've suppressed it. I mean, that's pretty powerful stuff to be able to 
declutter. But again, like, you know, we've talked about it. If I'm decluttering my physical stuff, that allows my mind to open. That allows to clean out the cobwebs. And then you can have those powerful uh, aha moments. And it's also important. I always like to say I'm holding space for people. I'm holding space for people to heal, to, you know, have the knowledge that they need to hear in this moment, that type of thing. And I think that, again, going back to the whole energy thing, that's important to set that up when working yeah. with someone. Are you tired of constantly feeling burnt out while trying to achieve your goals? Do you find yourself struggling to maintain motivation and productivity over long periods of time? I'd like to introduce you to the Goal Getting Journal, the ultimate solution for those of you who want to surpass their goals without burning out. Our journal is designed to help you set achievable goals, track your progress, and maintain a healthy work-life balance. With our journal, you'll discover practical strategies for managing stress, staying motivated, and avoiding burnout, including time blocking, habit stacking, and so much more. You'll also learn how to prioritize your tasks and maximize your productivity so you can get more done in less time. The Goal Getting Journal is perfect for anyone who wants to achieve their goals without sacrificing their mental health and well-being. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a student, or just someone who wants to make any positive change in your life, the Goal Getting Journal can help you stay on track and avoid burnout. And for Holistic Fitness Podcast listeners, you can get 20% off your first journal using the code HF podcast. Go to goalgettingjournal.com and type HF podcast at checkout to get your discount. So what are you waiting for? Order the Goal Getting Journal today and start getting your goals without burning out. And quite literally, you're also helping people create more space for themselves. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to the more emotional side of decluttering because we kind of touched on it a little bit and you spoke about suppressing your emotions and then road rage can be a thing where they kind of burst. Are there mm -hmm. any other examples where people... Are, are holding on to emotional clutter. Sure. So jealousy can be a big issue and especially with social media. And I always remind people, it's not real. What you're seeing 99% of the time is curated. They have to spend hours for one photo. I'm like, do you really want to live your life like that? And then, you know, you don't, we all struggle, right? And so no one's be like, hey, this is what's going on. So be aware that that jealousy can be a, a, a definite trap for people Another that's kind of emotional clutter is when we, as memories, because we put our emotions in the objects, oh, this is sentimental, I can't let it go. And it might be a t-shirt that's ripped to shreds, or it might be uh, items from a failed relationship. It's like, why are we holding on to those? And so the mistake that people make is they say, oh, if I let that t-shirt go, then I'm going to forget that great race that I ran. If I let the relationship go or the sweater from the ex, and maybe I'm completely giving up on the relationship or, or erasing the memories, and that's not true. I want people to remember that their memories are in their hearts and their heads, and they're not on the object. And if we let the object go, the memories are still there. Yeah, that's actually such a good point. <laughs> Reminds me of a funny story with, my, with one of my exes. <laughs> we were decluttering. And I'm like, I'm getting rid of this. 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 He goes through the bag and he's like, oh, this is a perfectly good shirt. Don't get rid of this. Don't get rid of this. Don't get rid of this. Do you run into that? With oh, yeah. 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 With me. Yeah. You know what? It's more common than people think you have one that's kind of I'm older than you with the Felix and Oscar from the 
odd couple, but yeah, oh yeah, it happens a lot. And so that is a place where we have to compromise. We have to come together. Maybe the person that's a little uptight has to relax standards and be like, okay, they aren't going to color code their side of the closet. So you just got to let that go. I mean, that's not the thing to nitpick. And the person that's kind of on the slobby or declaring side, okay, like we need to step up our game as well. You just can't have everything everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Um, because living with people is living with another human. Um, some people have done it for years, but it is challenging, especially when you're in each other's face and in each other's energy all the time. So I can imagine when you're helping couples out with that, there's just that extra layer of energy there. Yeah. And so the good thing is I'm a neutral party, right? Yes. I'm, I'm not, even if you were the one that hired me, that doesn't mean that I'm going to side with you. And what I tell people all the time at the beginning is we are here as a couple or a family. We're going to work together to solve problems. The past is in the past. Let's start fresh. And then also, you know, like if you need to express things, you know, I feel frustrated that you did this. Okay. We can spend a little bit of time. If you feel like you've got to share that, but then we start in the present moment because that's our point of power to change and whatever the past, let's leave it there and let's start and come together to solve problems instead of pointing fingers and, and staying in anger. Mm, yeah. I just want to emphasize that point there. Um, let's stay in the present moment because that's our power to change. Like in the now moment, we can yes. get so fixated on the future or the past and that just warps our like now experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Super important. So, definitely. With the emotional stuff we were chatting before, chatting about before, how do you declutter your life emotionally and even mentally? Like what, what are the tangible things we can do? Okay. So with mental clutter, I'm a huge fan of suggesting people have some kind of mindfulness practice. I mow the lawn. That's really meditative for me. I can do a brain dump, uh, you know, meditation practice, deep breathing. Uh, I'm a fan of journaling, writing things down. If you're worried, what is it? And I have a thing I call take it down. So, okay, I'm afraid X is going to happen. Okay, well, what's the likelihood? Probably not. And then I take it down to another worry. What's the likelihood? Probably not. And I do that until I get something that's really, you know what? If that were to happen, I can manage about that. I'm going to let that worry go. So different types of practices that can help with that. Emotionally, again, back to awareness. Where is it that you get stuck, right? And becoming aware, what triggers you? If hanging out with Sally and Bob triggers you into anger because they are unkind to you, then we need to step back from that relationship, right? And figuring mm -hmm. out and might be expressing emotion. You know, you can also express emotions and get angry all the time and just blurt things out. And that's, a, you know, the opposite of stuffing things. So now, okay, well, I've got to like, let me, maybe my practice is I take a deep breath and I count to 10 before I say something, right? Mm -hmm. And then coming up, understanding your triggers and then coming up with some plan of action. And I'm always a fan of breathing. When I once, when I first started my business, I was doing a whole house to clutter and I had done the top floor, down the second floor. I was in the pantry and it was the biggest pantry I'd ever been. I was like six feet tall. I'm like, oh my God. And I had a total brain fart. I'm like, well, how do you declutter? How do you organize? And I just said, <laughs> listen to your own advice. So I stopped, closed my eyes, took 10 deep breaths, got grounded. Then I was like, okay, I'm in my body. I'm back to normal. Now let's tackle the problem. So that's something whenever in doubt, just breathe, just mm -hmm. stop and get a couple deep breaths and get centered in your body and go from there. Oh, 
that was a great reminder for myself. I need to do that more often. I think my <laughs> my version of breathing at the moment is closing all the tabs on my computer, but while doing that, yeah. just take a few breaths as well. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, something we haven't touched on is health and, you know, the whole premise of the holistic fitness the holistic fitness podcast, if I can even say the name yeah. of the podcast, is um, helping people get their goals without burning out. And usually their fitness goals, like a lot of people listening to this, uh, wanting to either lose weight or gain muscle mm-hmm. or what have you. In your experience, what kind of insights do you have with regards to health and decluttering? Well, decluttering, you know, they've done studies that clutter has been implicated in not exercising, not taking your meds, not eating healthy. Like if your kitchen is in, in chaos, you're probably going to rely on takeout or frozen food because who's going to want to spend the time chopping vegetables if it's a hot mess in there, right? So there really yeah. is that correlation for better health to declutter. And then organizing. Can you find your keys in the morning? Oh, I can't find my keys. I'm going to skip my workout this morning, right? Because mm-hmm. then at the excuses, it's easy to hit the alarm or whatever instead of being like, no, you know what? You got to get up and go to the gym and do that. So it's super important for whether it's exercising or health and taking your meds to clear as much clutter as possible. And then, you know, be aware of your health clutter. Maybe it's, you don't, you sit at the desk all day and you're not getting up or you're only getting uh first time I got a, a smartwatch. I was like, Oh my gosh. And this was during COVID. I'm like, what? I took 500 steps today. Are you absolutely kidding me? And so that watch was a thing like, oh my gosh, okay, mm, we're not doing this 500 again. I had no concept, you know, whatever is making yourself aware of what it is, or are you getting enough to drink? Are you staying hydrated? Feeling where, you know, this is where I kind of get stuck and this is where I need to pay more attention and come up with something to, you know, to do that, to take my actions. For sure. It sounds like not drinking enough water and not moving enough throughout the day is one way that you can kind of get stuck and not move enough energy and, mm-hmm. and you need to have some clutter there, but uh, decluttering there. But also the kitchen, that's a big, a big thing. If you don't enjoy where you're cooking and let's just say you don't even, uh, and I'm saying this in air quotes, like yeah. know how to cook. Um, if you talk to my grandma, grandma, or if you can read, you can cook, um, but, but it just doesn't make it a nice experience. Um, but personally, I feel like the reason a lot of people don't cook is the cleaning. The cleaning is always so brutal. <laughs> right, right, right. But then, okay, then what are we going to do? Then you're going to buy pre-cut veggies. Okay. Yes. If that helps you. If you're like, oh my God, I hate cutting veggies. Right. Then come up with little tricks that help you. So you're like, okay, I don't have the excuse. And you know, sometimes you just got to suck it up. Right. Clean the kitchen. Hey, Holistic Fitness fam, a quick message from one of our sponsors, Ned. As you all know, I recommend good nutrition, movement, and stress management practices before supplementing so you know what type of supplementation that your body actually needs. For me, I supplement with very few products, but Ned is one of them. I am a type A, high energy, ambitious business girly with massive goals. And sometimes I honestly just need to chill out and relax a bit. I've found that both Ned's de-stress and sleep blends fit in with my busy lifestyle and ambitious goals, but I was honestly not a big fan of CBD products before trying Ned, mostly because of the culture surrounding weed. I just didn't want something that was going to alter my state of mind so that I became much less of a goal-getter or less ambitious. That was until I learned about full-spectrum hemp and their benefits. Ned blends a chock full of premium CBD and a full spectrum hemp of active cannabinoids. Ned's full spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system to 
to offer functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance. These products are science-backed, nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. All of Ned's products are... All of Ned's full-spectrum hemp oil is extracted from USDA-certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Colorado. I'm obviously a big fan, but don't take just my word for it. Ned CBD products have over 2,000 five-star reviews, and they work with incredible partners in the medical field like Dr. Caroline Leaf, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, and Dr. Will Cole. Ned is providing Holistic Fitness podcast listeners a very special discount. If you'd like to give Ned a try, listeners get 15% off Ned products with the code Lori Lee. L-O-R-I-L-E-E. Thanks, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering a natural remedy to bring balance to so many people's well-being. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a balance of knowing like knowing when to rest and knowing when to take mm, action. Yes. And um before I lived with my partner, I I used to buy the pre-cut things because I, I don't like chopping onions for one because it makes me cry huh? and I just so I definitely did that but now he's in the house it's like all right if you want to buy them whole I know they're better for you but you're <laughs> chopping them and you're cleaning them right right there you go and that you make that deal yeah for sure I've really enjoyed chatting you to chatting to you today Julie you've just had so many insights so now I'm going to turn it over to you and let you create your own question we've spoken about lots of different aspects of cluttering today what do you feel that you know we haven't spoken about or what sort of things did you want to share that you haven't yet shared today you know I believe we're either coming from love or fear and I kind of break that down a little bit and and where I see a lot of people get hung up and stuck is that they feel they're not good enough they're not worthy or they're not loved. And that's how they create clutter in their life. So I just want to remind everyone listening that they are loved, they are good enough, and they are worthy no matter what. We all make mistakes. We all fall down. Just know that you are good enough. And if you're surrounding yourself with people that tell you you aren't good enough, get new people, Mm. right? That's, I think, really important. And I think that that's something that I hope people really take to heart. I wish I could drop my mic right now for you. That was very insightful and so true. I I believe even I work with fitness habits more often and and in my leadership role, um, a lot of imposter syndrome at work. Mm-hmm. And the core belief, if you really break it down to like the root cause, like why, 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 there's always kind of some notion of like, I'm not good enough. Like, mm-hmm. and I I feel that myself sometimes and similar to what you said, if everyone was just doing what they're passionate and fulfilled with, like I kind of just wish like everyone felt as though they could take up space, you know? Yes. Yes. That's a good way of putting it. Absolutely. And especially as women, we tend to make ourselves small, right? Mm. Like own your yeah. body, be in your physicality and, and have that presence. Yes. Especially um, tall women. I grew up short, but then I became tall. I had a massive growth spurt and I'm five, nine now, and I have good posture, but I notice other women, my height often try to make themselves smaller because I guess it's, if you're choosing to date taller, you've got less choice of men or we're taught to be small. And I guess like, that's how I see it a lot. And we, women make themselves, even on the plane the other day, I just noticed men are more likely to open their legs on the plane 
to oh, the fullest God. and what a yes. woman will and it's yes. like even physically we take up less space <laughs> right right because that's tell you know and i think that's a societal thing and i think that's yeah. a big difference you're a man wouldn't even think twice about it I don't care if I'm, you know, you're in the wood, I'm going to spread my legs and, and I'm going to own my space. We need to, as women need to do that more. Exactly. Yeah. And them spreading their legs isn't always rude. Sometimes it's oh, the space that they're in. And exactly. I just observe that like a lot of women even like take up less of their own space. And I'm trying Girl, to make I'm them sorry, travel quite a bit. Excuse me. I'm yes. sorry for doing that. A guy wouldn't even think twice about that. He'd just do it. Oh, I'm Definitely. in your show. Sorry. Didn't even notice exactly yeah I'm trying to make a really conscious effort to take up like the amount of space that I have because I even feel myself doing it it's such a interesting observation yeah we do have a closing question on this podcast and that question is Julie if you were sitting across from your 20 year old self right now and you were to give her one sentence of advice or just say one sentence to her what would you say I would say it's all going to be okay it's all going to turn out, Kate. Uh, can you trust that you'll get what you need when you need it? Mm. So much easier said than done, especially yes. when you're 20. Hey, when you're 20, you just want everything yesterday. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm 30 and I want everything yesterday. You haven't learned that lesson yet. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure learning from you today, Julie. I'm sure that a lot of other folks uh, just want to hear more about you and your work. So how can we all get in touch with you and and buy those 15 books? Oh, please. <laughs> that would be wonderful. So if you go to reawakenyourbrilliance.com, you can find social media links, a link to clear your clutter inside and out podcast, which is also video, Amazon, Google Play, the books are everywhere that you can buy books. And that's if you know, if you're really motivated, that's about helping you dig a little deeper and having that wisdom come out. Oh, and if you sign up for my newsletter, you get free uh, 10 ways to declutter your life right now. Bam, I'm giving you an action step, including holiday, for you to start decluttering your life. Amazing. And this episode will be out before the holidays. So it's going to be Excellent. out at the end of September. So we'll have that in the show notes. Clean yourself up before Thanksgiving so you're feeling amazing about your home. <laughs> exactly amazing well it's been an absolute pleasure julie all of those details will be in the show notes thanks so much for joining us today thanks for having me on i appreciate it great and for everyone listening at home whether you are decluttering your house you're driving in the car whatever you're up to today eat well move well breathe well and until next time keep shining <laughs> <laughs>